The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On today's episode, we're in Scotland, a country with so many castles you can't turn around without bumping into a battlement. Thanks to the likes of William Wallace, Robert the Bruce, and some pretty mangled English foods, the place has a history that contains more blood and guts than a Scottish breakfast. Joining me to sift through said guts is historian, Instagrammer, TikToker, and knower of Scottish things, Beth Reed. So Beth, tell us a bit about yourself. I've got it down here. You're a historian, an author, a content creator, and specialising in medieval Scottish history. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so I um, I run a blog on Instagram, and it's all to do with like Scottish history, making Scottish history accessible to all. Not some kind of you know gatekeep subject. Everyone should be able to enjoy it. And I'm also an author. I'm currently working on my first book at the moment for Pen and Sword Publishers, which is Women in the Scottish Wars of Independence. So that's yeah, very, that's very exciting. Yes, very exciting, definitely. Can we, can we hear some? Can we hear some top women in Scottish independence? Who are the top oh. ones? Definitely. So, I mean, Christina Bruce, sister of Robert the Bruce, and we'll hear lots about her later on. Um, Isabella Macduff, she was a political ally of Robert the Bruce, really, really important. And uh, Agnes Randolph, who was also really involved in warfare and the politics at the time. It's very nice to have you on the podcast, Beth. I understand that this is a Scottish-English alliance Yes, and, absolutely. And historically, <laughs> we haven't been the best of friends, but I feel like we should put our let bygones be bygones. And even though we talk about the history, we need to move on as a, as a friendship. Yes, absolutely. Agreed, 100%. <laughs> we English tend to forget the history of everything. How, how bad were we to you? um yeah pretty bad yeah pretty bad but it's fine it's all good I mean we we gave we gave our best uh, our best shot at England as well so I think we're both as bad as each other to be honest so that's a, that's a lovely attitude to have going forward <laughs> yes so, so you're currently you're currently in Stirling mm-hmm. which is uh the place where our first castle that we're going to talk about is yes. situated so when was it built what was happening there yeah of course why so- was it built 
Um, Sterling, uh, the earliest records of a building there is from 1110, but there's probably been something there far longer before that, um, you know, whether it's like a fortress, a Roman fortress, anything like that. Um, it's just been a, a fortified settlement for centuries upon centuries. But the current buildings that are there, the oldest one dates to the 1380s, but most of the main royal palaces that are there are late 15th to early 16th century. Um, so what, and so what, ro- what, royals are, what royals are we talking? So this is the history. Scottish Stuart King. So this is James the Third, James the Fourth, James the Fifth. Those three kings played quite a significant role there. Lots of Jameses. And yeah, then love, also a, love got, a James in Scotland. Yes. Oh, yeah. All, all over this, the Jameses. James the Sixth as well. We've still got him to come too. Um, oh, and wow. then Mary Queen of Scots as well also um, stayed at Stirling Castle as well. So, yeah, lots, lots of Stuart Kings. Let's stop messing about. What are the most gruesome stories you've got coming from Stirling Castle? Oh, well, you've got the murder of the 8th Earl of Douglas in 1452. So he was the 8th Earl and he was a very, very powerful, very ambitious nobleman and was kind of going head to head with James II of Scotland. He basically entered into a political alliance with two other big noblemen and was invited to the castle to sort things out with James and obviously whatever transpired turned a bit ugly and it resulted in the Earl of Douglas being murdered by the king. He was stabbed 27 times. 27? 27 times and he had his brains dashed out with a poleaxe apparently and then his body was thrown out of the window rather unceremoniously into the gardens below so that's a pretty gruesome one yeah just in case he wasn't dead after his brains yeah. being dashed and being stabbed 27 times let's chuck him out the window for good measure as well just in case you never know he might have, might have survived it <laughs> yeah well, uh, what, what is a poleaxe because I'll, um, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you I thought that was a big cat <laughs> it definitely but, wasn't a cat it definitely wasn't yeah, a cat just, they, they set a leopard on him at the end yeah just to so, finish him off yeah, yeah. it's just a, it's just a weapon just a, kind of like a spear almost um but obviously a bit more kind of gruesome with that so, so yeah yeah so a, a big spiky pole pretty much yeah yep do we know which window he was thrown out of? We do, yeah. So in Stirling Castle, there's an area, it's called the Douglas Gardens, and it's actually because it's the area he was thrown into. So the actual window that he was thrown out of isn't there anymore because of a fire that happened in the castle, but they did attempt to reconstruct it. And there's a window above the gardens that's got the heraldry for the Douglases on the window, and they think that's exactly the spot he was thrown out and into the gardens. So, so, so it was into the gardens. So presumably there have been some sort of quite, you know, just content people walking around smelling flowers <laughs> having going by their day to day and then suddenly an earl just gets scattered across the rhododendrons it's not yeah. a not a great it's not a great day no not ideal wouldn't want to be in the gardens when that happened definitely not <laughs> this one i think rates quite highly on the not very nice death scale yeah bit gruesome <laughs> and how do we know that it was 27 times did someone was there a little scribe with a quill in the corner just counting all the Stabs. I mean, like, pretty much that's like the hilarious thing about all these medieval chroniclers you get. They write down all these really little details of things that happened, and it's just like, how did you know that? Somebody yeah, was exactly. taking notes at the time, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'd love that to be your job. You're just like the murder scribe, and then. Yeah. Okay, we've, we've had our, a nice dose of gruesome. Yes. Do we have more comedy now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Look at this. So... It's, a, it's a lovely, like, yin and yang. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about balance, this podcast. Yes. Get the gruesome and now hilarity. 
Yep. So James the Fourth at Stirling Castle, he was really known for being into his like culture. He was a big patron of the arts, and we know that he had a team of inventors and like scientists at Stirling Castle um, that were doing lots of kind of weird experiments and things for him. And one of these inventors was a man called John Damien. John Damien was uh, an Italian inventor who was at Stirling Castle. And he believed that he could fly from Stirling Castle to France. We're going very quick here on this story. <laughs> so firstly, we've got James the Fourth, who is yep. so essentially like um, Nick Fury from the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, we'll is how that. I'm looking at it. And he's hiring in all these sort of like right. You're the alchemist, and you're the yeah, yep. You're the bloke who does card tricks, and then <laughs> and then there's this, this Italian guy called John Damien. Yeah, uh huh. That's a very disappointing Italian name. I know, name. I'm I've not always lie. thought that. I've always thought that yeah. as well, I agree. I, I would call you like, yeah, Fabrizio Mozzarella is what I want there. Much better. But, but John, all right, fair enough, we'll go with John. So he's been hired in specifically because he reckons he can fly. Yes, he claims <laughs> he can fly all the way from Stirling to France. And he's there, he's got his metal big wings. Yep. I'm assuming quite a big wingspan. Just Probably. I, I'm sure we're not absolutely sure. We can I mean, tell how many times a guy was stabbed, but we can't tell what the wingspan yeah, was. Yeah, um, some details aren't there. <laughs> and he's looking out across the cliff. How, is it quite a big drop? Yeah, it's, it's pretty high up. Yeah, you're straight down to um, Kings Park below you. So it is a pretty steep drop. Yep, definitely. And he did jump off. And of course, he didn't fly and he fell to the ground. Um, luckily for him, though, there was a midden heap at the bottom. So like a big pile of like dung or whatever. And he landed in this, which broke his fall. So he only ah. broke his thigh bone out of anything that could have happened. That's pretty good. And he's like yep. um, Biff in, in Back to the Future. Yeah. Some of my other, yeah, and he's like, ah, I hate manure. <laughs> well, they saved your yeah. life, actually, mate. So I wouldn't be too, too sad about it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So he just went straight into a big pile of manure. Yep. So he only broke his leg. He survived and he blamed it not working because he used chicken feathers and chickens don't fly very far. So that was apparently why it didn't work because it was chicken feathers. That was his reason. Uh, yeah. Any other feathers in this would definitely have worked. I'm not going to try it again, but it would have definitely worked. Yeah. I'm now resigned. You know, okay. <laughs> exactly. But imagine- apparently James the Fourth loved it so much that he gave John a permanent role at court. And we can see in royal records that he paid John's pension until his own death. So he obviously got to stay on at the castle despite his spectacular failure at his experiment. But that's, yeah. That's amazing. Did he have a wife? Oh, I'm not actually sure. That's a good I, question. I'm, I'm, just sure. ima- I'm imagining just at the end of that day trying to fly and he's sort of walking back home <laughs> and she's there and she's made him like a celebratory cake. She's like, so yeah. John, how did it go? And he's there covered in shit and chicken feathers. Broken like, legs. Um, <laughs> not great, to be honest, uh, Mary. But uh, <laughs> but we have got our pension paid for the rest of our lives. Exactly. So, Sorted. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy with that. Worth it. From gory to ridiculous to spooky, we're now going to talk about the Green Lady, a young Highland girl. 
Absolutely. So the Green Lady is, um, she's an apparition that's said to haunt Stirling Castle. Um, allegedly, she was a servant girl of Mary, Queen of Scots. And she had this vision, this prediction that something terrible was going to happen to the Queen one night. So she stays up all night to stay awake, to guard the Queen, to make sure nothing happens. Um, but she nods off, she falls asleep and drops her candle, which sets fire to the Queen's um, bed oh, curtains. So, so she is the problem. She is the problem. So she starts this fire. Um, Mary, it's luckily. Me. Hi. Yeah. I'm yeah. the problem. It's me. Yeah, exactly. I burnt the queen. <laughs> well, exactly. So luckily, Mary, Mary gets out. Mary, Mary gets out alive and unscathed. But the servant girl, unfortunately, um, dies. She burnt herself. Fire. She does. Yeah, she does. Apparently. This has been. This should be in the comedy section. I don't know why this is in the spooky section. This is some girl who went, I've got a really bad feeling about something that's going to happen and just burns herself to death. Yeah, she basically caused her own problem. Yeah, yeah she really did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so did, Sorry, did the queen just wake up and just see a burning child next to her bed? And went, well, oh, that's, that's what I've always thought. I'm like, the queen's that's like, unusual. I'm, I'm out of here. I'll leave you, but I'm out of here. <laughs> okay, I think that's enough sleep for me. I might just walk downstairs and leave the child in flames. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so what happened to the girl? So she did just burn on the spot, did she? Yeah, she dies. So she's she's she she's killed in this fire that she causes, and then now haunts the castle and is apparently very a very sad figure to come across. But yeah, I mean, no yeah. wonder, really, no wonder I'd be sad if I'd caused my own my own death yeah. as well. But do you believe in ghosts? Oh, I definitely believe in them. I don't think I've ever seen one, but I don't know. I think there's definitely some definitely some spooky stuff, especially at all these old castles as well. There's got to be something there. Yeah, absolutely. Beth, the big question is, in Stirling Castle, would you rather die by being stabbed 27 times and bludgeoned with a a cat and thrown out a window, <laughs> jump off a cliff and drown in some manure, or set yourself alight? I feel like I'm going to go with the jumping off the cliff and, yeah, and the, I, the pile of manure. I feel like that's an interesting way, interesting way to go. Yeah, I think so as well. Go on, talk us through your reasoning. You can't just say that. I want to. I want to. I want to hear well, why. I feel like it'd be quite, you know, just that, you know, just getting to at least try, at least try and see if you could fly that, anyway. That's the point. I think it is yeah. like because there would still be a part of me that went, but what if I did fly? Yeah, nice. exactly, exactly. There's hope there, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use chicken wings. Yeah, me neither. No, bad no. choice. Bad choice from John. No, I'd be massive peacock feathers. It would look good. And then I'd look good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, which is what is important. So, you know. <laughs> How did he die? Fancily. <laughs> exactly. How it should be. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't 
feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beth, what is your other favorite castle in Scotland? Probably Kildrummy Castle in Aberdeenshire. That is a that good sounds one. Sounds pretty Scottish to me. Kildrummy. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and so what's what's great about Kildrummy? Well, it's a proper, you know, proper ruined medieval castle, whereas Stirling's quite, you know, it's quite kind of well put together. You know, it's like a palace. Kildrummy's like a proper ruined castle from the 13th century. So it's pretty, yeah, pretty cool. Feels like you're in a movie walking around there. And it's got these like really impressive big kind of ruined towers around it and a big gatehouse and everything. So it's, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good ruin. One of, Definitely one of my favourites. What are the big things of note that have happened there? Um, so lots happened there during the Scottish Wars of Independence in the 14th century. So probably a really gory one. There was a siege there in 1306. So this was Robert the Bruce's brother, Neil Bruce. He's defending the castle from... <laughs> I love, uh, uh, sorry, I've never heard of that. Uh, Robert the Bruce is obviously very famous. And then just yes. Neil Bruce. Neil, is like, I know Neil is Neil? Like so basic. Yeah. He's Neil is like the other Attenborough, you know, it's like... <laughs> Like who is that? Is there another one? So yeah. Neil Bruce is the is Neil the Bruce brother of Robert. Is he the younger brother? Uh, yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Mm, yep. And he is defending Kildrummy Castle because he is protecting Robert's queen, Robert's daughter, and their sisters as well. So they are all like oh. hiding at Kildrummy basically from. So Robert's out doing English. an actual f- war or a f- yes. fight, and Neil's like younger brother. You are in charge of looking after the women. Yes, which is a very important role because that's Robert's heir. His daughter is his heir to the throne and his queen is obviously the key to any other heirs. So it's a very important role actually to have, definitely. And his brother. I mean, that's all his eggs in one basket there. That's his whole family. Exactly, yeah. So Neil is defending Kildrummy against the Prince of Wales, Edward. That's the future Edward II. And the siege is going quite well. They're defending fair enough, quite well. And then the castle blacksmith then betrays an entrance to the castle 
uh, he betrays Neil and he tells um, about this entrance to the English army. Sneaky back entrance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Classic um, blacksmith. Yeah, classic. Um, so obviously me. the siege, they fail at, at the siege. They um, are defeated by uh, the Prince of Wales and Neil Bruce is taken to Carlisle where he is hung, drawn and quartered. So just quickly describe being hung, hung drawn and quartered. <laughs> so you're hanged until the point just before you just before you know you would asphyxiate you're cut down so you don't die and then you are drawn so that is where they basically open up your stomach and take out everything from your stomach all your intestines and everything there and then you are quartered so that is you're basically chopped into quarters so they chop your limbs off or they chop your body up and quite often that was used as like a symbol and hung at different towns in the country yeah, as a warning. So Yeah, all different corners of the country sort of thing. Yeah, very well, unpleasant. Who, who invented this? Who has sat down and went, right, we well, want three stages. So we'll hang them first, okay, rather than just put them in the stocks or boil them. They could have done anything. Yeah, yeah. Then draw that, like, and, you know, you could just halve them rather than quarter them. Why have they decided <laughs> to quarter them? Yeah, I know. I know. It's, if they're it's really bad. Do you eat them? Yeah, yeah. If they did like something really bad, yeah, yeah, as many bits as possible, just chop them up. Yeah, yeah God, yeah. this guy—he's—he's been twenty seventh. He was awful. <laughs> what a bad guy. Exactly. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty bad. Yeah, definitely. You, you said there are more, uh, even worse ones yes. that are happening in this story. So carry on with the story. So Please. Neil is defeated and he's executed down in Carlisle. So remember the blacksmith who betrayed Neil to oh, yeah. Edward? Yeah. So the, the Edward, yeah. even though the blacksmith has worked for Edward's favour, for Edward's success, Edward cannot stomach traitors. He cannot stomach people that would be maybe disloyal to him in the future or cause problems for him. So he pays so the blacksmith asks to be paid in gold for what he did for helping Edward. So Edward does pay him in gold. Um, but he has it paid to him poured molten down his throat so there's molten down his throat poured down the blacksmith's throat and that's his payment oh for helping oh my god Edward. that's very Game of Thrones isn't it that's very um, yeah. Carl Drogo yeah I know apparently that event possibly inspired George R.R. R. Martin with uh, the Cal Drogo scene where he pours is, the gold is that what on. it is yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in just to jog my memory in the Game of Thrones it's the first it's, uh, it's the first book Game of Thrones and it's um it's to Danny's brother Viser- Viserys. Yeah, yeah, Viserys. Yeah, who's a bit cocky, smug. Yes, not a He's good. Sort of guy, a good I imagine character. in a sort of um, private club in South Kensington nowadays. Yes. I imagine yes. him there. Yeah, <laughs> and he gets a, he gets a crown of gold, doesn't he? But yeah. you're saying this guy, the the blacksmith, gets it down his throat. Oh, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Pretty unpleasant. One of Robert the Bruce's sisters was pretty badass, though, wasn't she? Can you just Tell us about Christina. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, Christina Bruce, she was one of Robert the Bruce's sisters, one of his allies as well. She's very supportive and loyal to him throughout all the kind of drama of his reign. And in the 1330s, she defended Kildrummy Castle against this pretty notoriously bad earl called David Strathbogie. There's another good name for you. David um, Strathbogie? Strathbogie, yeah, yeah. Who the hell's he? Name. So David Strathbogie is, he's like a forfeited, kind of exiled political figure in Scotland and he's come back to kind of claim his land and get his title back. And he's everything. the guy who steals Pinocchio, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like it. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but yeah, so he he besieges Kildrummy Castle and it's Christina Bruce that is defending the castle and 
She successfully does so. She absolutely defeats him and her husband comes north to try and help her and then he ends up killing David Strathbogie at this big battle. And it's, yeah, a really important event. Just shows that women were right in there. They were right in there with the warfare and with the political leadership and everything. So, yeah, yeah really, nice. really cool. And how does Strathbogie die? Uh, killed in battle. So any any number of hey. ways, killed in battle. Yeah, poleaxe, uh-huh. sword, axe, who knows? So what happened to uh, Robert the Bruce's family? So after Edward defeats Neil in 1306, Robert's queen, daughter, ancestors, they've all tried to escape north, but they're then captured and are in captivity for eight years. Some of them are hung from cages outside of castle walls, that sort of thing. It's very unpleasant. So his his queen, is um, she's under house arrest and Christina Bruce is under house arrest at a convent, but his daughter and his other sister and another political ally, they're all in cages in castles for a number of years so yeah pretty pretty unpleasant but then they do come back after the scottish get more victories especially at the battle of bannockburn and then from there things generally are a lot better for the scots under robert the bruce they take back a lot of these castles from the english including the likes of kildrummy castle Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. (laughs) And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Aside from the two castles we've talked about, what's your other favorite 
castle or manor house or stately home? Um, probably Tantallon Castle, which is quite near Edinburgh. It's in South Scotland, so in East Lothian. It's a pretty good castle. Why? What makes it good? Um, so it's just it's a very different um, kind of architectural design to a lot of other medieval castles. It's got this absolutely huge curtain wall um, that's made up of these different towers. It's absolutely massive. It's very different to other Scottish castles, and it's also right on a cliff over the sea as well. So it's pretty. You pretty bloody beautiful. love a cliff, don't you? Oh yeah, oh We're yeah. We're a big I mean, fan of a cliff. Oh absolutely, yeah. I mean, I am choosing to go with the jumping <laughs> off and the manure. So there's a yeah, 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 yeah. the theme here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, if you could go back to any time or place in history, when and where would that be? Uh, I would go back to February 1306 to see Robert the Bruce. He um, basically murders his political rival before he then goes and usurps the Scottish throne. So I'd like to go back and see what exactly caused that, what happened there. It'd be quite interesting. Uh, and you get to see a murder. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's always nice. Always Any nice. holiday, every good holiday, I, I always think should involve at least one murder. Yeah, there's got to be something exciting happen. Yeah. And a cliff. Um, yes. <laughs> if you could, if you could be any character from history, who would it be? Oh, probably. I think I'd like to meet like a medieval queen. I think like Elizabeth de Borough, That's Robert the Bruce's uh, wife and queen. She's uh, quite an interesting character. So yeah, I'd like to meet her. I think it'd be cool to hear and what, what she and thought what, of everything. What would, you, what would you ask her? What would be your first question? I just want to know generally what life's like for a queen in Scotland in the early 14th century. What so does she do with her day, you know? Tell me everything. Yes, exactly. Give me all the gossip, 100%. And don't trust that blacksmith. Yes, avoid blacksmiths <laughs> at all costs. And um, aside from the stories you've told us, what's your favourite scandal in history? Oh, definitely back to back to Tantallon again, back to that, another cliff. Um, this was the Earl of Douglas has an affair with his sister-in-law. That's a good old scandal. That really is scandalous. In those times, because he was already married, so adultery, but in those times, his sister-in-law, who's not his blood relation, but because she was married into the family, it was viewed as incest in the 14th century. And these two oh, are wow. away having an incestual affair. So that's a good scandal. So, even it te- so just to get, just get to, we don't want any slander, it wasn't actually technically incest, but because of the marriage yeah, ties, it because is they were as- married, it was viewed as incest back in the 14th century. Yeah. So what's the punishment for that? Well, they didn't get any punishment. They, they kind of were yeah. left to, you know, have lots of kids and just get on with things. So Lots of healthy kids. Lots of healthy kids. Because they weren't actually being incestuous. <laughs> exactly, <than>. exactly. <laughs> you, have, you have brought cliffs, death and incest to this podcast. <laughs> and I always knew uh, coming to Scotland it was going to get feisty and you have not disappointed. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to have delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Where can our listeners find you? So you can find me on Instagram at History with Beth or on TikTok um, at History with Beth underscore. Amazing. And the book, are you able to say when it's coming out possibly or anything like that? Or is it Hopefully next year at some point, still early days. So hopefully looking at next year, but all updates I'll have on my Instagram and my TikTok. So that's very, very exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks so much. I'm very excited. Thank you. Right. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. I hope to see you again soon. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. There you have it. Cliffs, death and incest, the Holy Trinity and the name of my new death metal album. We'll be exploring more Scottish castles next time with comedian Eleanor Morton, someone who, as it happens, also has a death metal album. Corpses everywhere. She's also a very good judge of character. Having only met me for five minutes, she really got the measure of me. This kind of 
quite unhygienic, sex-mad weirdo. Clearly read my hinge bio. Until then, remember, if you're trying to fly off a cliff, don't use chicken feathers. If you're trying to protect the Queen, don't burn the castle down. And if you're celebrating Burns Night this week, mind your manners. Thanks for listening to Bad Manners. If you like the pod, please share it with your friends. Rate it on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a review and make sure you spill the tea on any of your favourite Bad Manners that we could feature in future episodes. This podcast was produced by Atomize Studios for iHeartRadio. It was hosted by me, Tom Horton. It was produced by Willa Malensky, Rebecca Rappaport, and Chris Attaway. It was executive produced by Faye Stewart and Zad Rogers. Our production manager is Caitlin Paramore and our production coordinator is Bella Cellini. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.